Blog Talk Radio. Job seekers, career switchers, have you heard? Have you heard? TCENow.com is the place to go for career transformation. And um, it is always the first place that I recommend for people that I encounter that are real, that are transparent, and they're ready to just be who they are. I'm having a wonderful conversation with Tommy. I was going to call him Tommy. I was going to call him Tommy. Yeah, you can call him whatever you like. Just call him. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, happy Thursday and welcome to the TCE Radio Show. Give us 30 minutes and we will help you to change your Monday mornings forever with relevant and real career life and business tips to don't get anxious, get prepared in this space. Uh, Today we're going to talk about uh, those gosh darn job numbers that came out on last Friday. You know, the second Friday of the month is um, when those numbers come out. Every week, though, we do get our uh, jobless claims. I'm going to hit that too. And I'll, of course, can be your career engineer in this little half hour without sharing what you can do, what you can do in this year after these numbers and with, with whatever's going on during this week, what you can do to change the game and still stay relevant. Make sure you find us everywhere and follow our socials at tcenow.com. You can check out our YouTube, our LinkedIn, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, and all that good stuff with high quality content for your career life or business. If you have a question while we're live on this platform, you can give us a buzz, 516-387-1850. And those of you listening on Spotify and iTunes, write that number down for when you want to join us on the BTR Network live on Thursdays here at 12 noon, 516-387-1850. That number does not change. So, uh, but you can call in live with your questions or content uh, or questions or comments for anything you'd like to do. So, again, the job report's coming from uh, DOL.gov or BLS.gov, great sources for you to check out. You should always know about them. And, and this is uh, relevant for whether you're a career person or a business person. You know, if, if people with jobs are the people buying your product, you might want to know how the job report's going, okay? <laughs> it's just that type of thing. Um, let's see. Uh, what else can I give to you? Let's see. A couple things. Um, our newsletter goes out tomorrow, loaded with some good stuff. Last week, I hit the wrong button. I could have sworn I sent that thing out in the morning. It went out 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, which is dead. Never sent anything after 12 noon on the Friday, but I didn't want to wait till Saturday. So uh, my apologies. You will be getting it 7.05 tomorrow morning. So if you're not getting our uh, TCE news uh, loaded with tips and tricks and career stuff, you want, you should. You should be. Okay, we're averaging about 200,000 job leads every issue. All right? So I don't know. Get it? And business folks, you're getting some intelligence as well so you can move your business along. So let's look into some things right here. Um, Again, we're going to get into – I just wanted to kick off with it was a really interesting report for December. <sighs> it was a really interesting report for December. So let me start with, with what's first, I guess. What what should I start with? I guess I'll start with what's first. Um what we how we uh 
<laughs> the um the claims from I, I don't mean to giggle in a bad way. I just I'm I'm very folks who know me and know how I like to report stuff and even when I'm writing about my stuff, um, I really like to uh keep it on the positive note. <laughs> I really want to. However, um it seems like I'm trying to find my notes. I just have my notes in front of me. Uh, according to the Wall Street Journal report uh, that we have here, and I'm looking, guys, I'm sorry. I'm over here popping through a couple of windows. Just give you the excerpt a little bit. Uh, according to initial claims for benefits jumped to nearly 1 million last week. 1 million. Second week of, um, well, first week of the new year, right? Oh, 1 million. We were, we were doing pretty pretty good, relatively speaking, at a 700,000 some change, maybe a little 800,000, which is terrible, but it's good for where we're at. But now we seem to edge up, um, and this was because of the coronavirus surge. If you can't understand that the health of the people in America and the exposure to the pandemic has a direct impact on on employment, I don't know where people are losing it because um, that's that's the main deal right now. That's the main deal. Um, Worker filings for initial job claims jumped to nearly 1 million last week, indicating rising layoffs amid a surge of the COVID-19 virus. As you know, we're looking just like we did way back in March um, at the start of the new year. All of you all, the Thanksgiving crew and the Christmas crew, we warned you this would happen, and here it is. The number of applications for unemployment benefits a proxy for layoffs rose by about 181,000 to nine. 165,000 last week. Okay, we're we're like just shy of a million again. First first week of the new year, we're shy of about a million claims. Um, that puts the initial job of claims at their highest level since mid-August and well above, like I said a minute ago, the roughly 800,000 a week that we've averaged in the last week. We have more information on that article and that news. And, again, you can Google this stuff. Please look at different sources. But, again, blsdol.gov, both of those .gov, you'll see kind of what's going on. So how interesting that the numbers for, obviously, you see how the numbers work out. I'm going to talk about the December um jobs report, which is the last jobs report for the current administration, and then what should happen with just you should see how one report impacts the next, okay, how one report impacts the next. And you're going to get that uh, in a minute here. So, again, uh, you're listening to TCE Radio uh, live on the BTR network, but also available on our podcast. This, uh, this audio is being shared on all of our podcasts. And you can, uh, again, subscribe everywhere, and then I mean everywhere to where we are. We're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're all over the place. Um, however, uh, you can definitely tune in live on Thursdays for 30 minutes as we share some career tips and tricks. And, again, the live hotline call-in. This is a live call-in show, which I love, on the Internet, which is kind of cool. I mean, high-tech, high-touch, right? That's our middle name, 516-387-1850, 516-387-1850, or listen on this on-demand. And again, we're talking about uh, these uh, gosh darn uh, numbers and what they mean. Um, yeah, they mean a lot of us. We're coming into the new year. In addition to what happened last Wednesday, in addition to what happened yesterday in America, we have a we have a we have a full plate, <laughs> aren't we? I mean, I mean, we we all. I've said uh, let's get it done in 2021. That's my. It's not a real. It's not a official working theme of of me, but 2020 couldn't be 
can't it can't be worse than 2020 and worse is a relative terms because i was talking to a, a person yesterday and 2020 was a banner year for them you know in a sense that thank goodness that for them the jobs were secure in fact they both made job uh, transitions to new jobs with more money better benefits better pay you know better outlook that was nice bought a new house sold a house that was great got what they wanted on both ends that was great so, you know, uh, health health is, is wonderful. So we do have a, a big impact for many, but there are some who 2020 was a, it was a life lesson, definitely a life, life lesson of what's important, what's urgent, what's precious and priceless. We all had those life lessons. Um, and now we're coming into 2021, and we want to, you know, hopeful that it can be better. So if you had a great year, maybe 2021 will be a better year. If you didn't have a great year, 2021 has to be a better year, and we're looking at ways of helping with that. But one thing that we definitely have to do on this show, which I'm serious about, is um, you want to make sure that we're sharing with you the uh, the content. Okay, you got to have good content. You got to well, content is important, but you got also have to have the good data. You got to have good data. So this is one reason why. Um, we're sharing the data with you. So let me jump into the other data really quick before I get off task because I'm famous for getting off task sometimes. Yeah, I said it. I'm famous for that. It can happen. I mean, it's not uncommon. So here's what the deal that happened last month. Now, this is almost a repeat. I remember when the Obama administration came in after uh, President Bush and we had, the, you know, if you are old enough to remember that, we our jobs report was nev nowhere near gaining jobs, nowhere near. We were losing jobs every single month. I mean, significant jobs. I mean, the, the you know the nation was in no, no healthcare drama. It was just financial implosion, right? Financial implosion, and um, so for December, this is the last again the last report for the current administration. We lost jobs. We lost them. Okay, didn't gain not one thing. So when you heard me say that the, the uh, earlier that the job claims went up for about 181,000 people, this actually totally makes sense in the sense that we lost 140,000 jobs in December. So those folks that got laid off in December, most likely after New Year's Day, after New Year's Day, okay, came that following work week on Monday and applied for benefits. So of the 181. 140 were December layoffs, and this was because of the influx of the COVID virus and certain most states had to tighten up um, their protocols in terms of things, right? So it should make sense. So here we go. So, again, we lost 140,000 jobs in December, first time, and this is the last report, and it might be some of that moving forward. I don't know. I mean, this is a, this, this is a tough month, it's a tough month, and this is, this is going to be another tough month maybe. Uh, however, the unemployment rate stayed the same, which is interesting, so only 6.7%, according to the BLS. Uh, this, again, this report comes out second Friday of the month. Um, who would have known that I'm, like, into this stuff now? Because I hated data and, and uh, stats when I was in college, but now I get, I get this. I understand the value. So with those numbers being the way they were, this is how they, they, they uh, showed up um, in terms of folks. I like to give you guys the demographics. As soon as I can find it. Now, what's going to be really interesting is as we um, get a new administration, it'll be interesting how 
how this report is is um, put together, interpreted, and delivered. I'm, I'm, I, I I saw subtle changes with the current administration, and really interested in what's going to happen with the new one in terms of what we read. So among the major work groups uh, in terms of, again, our 6.7% unemployment rate, 16% uh, unemployment rate is our teenagers. Hispanics are 9.3%, which increased in December. And the jobless rate for men, adult men, is 6.4%. So again, nationally, 6.7%. So for men, it's a little better. For adult women, it's 6.3%. Ladies, you seem to be working it out, even though there's a C-session. So I'm going to, I'm gonna, hmm, that's interesting, even though there's a C-session. C-session, if you could say that right. So women unemployment, interesting. That's, see, you see how the numbers have to jive? You see how sometimes the numbers don't jive? More women have lost jobs during COVID, but I guess on a national average, okay, we're still 6.3% lower. Mm-hmm. From a racial perspective, white Americans, 6%. Black Americans, 9.9%. Asian Americans, 5.9%. So those are the numbers. And, again, uh, those um, you can look at those numbers for yourself if you – because, you know, I understand different um, – Sources will share different things, but you can get those numbers for yourself and see what's up. Okay, so those are the gosh darn numbers. Now we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, let's talk about what we can do about it. And we'll be taking your calls or your questions or your emails. And thank you for many of your texts. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. A push up moment from the career engineer. Declare what you don't want to do. Fact I don't like ogres. Therefore, I don't eat okras. I enjoy collards instead. If you don't like something, stop pursuing it. Your declarations will release you to pursue those areas where your interests, gifts, talents, and strengths can shine. Power statement, when you love what you do, you'll never be forced to go to work every day. This is Francina Harrison, the career engineer. Thank you for listening. about those gosh darn numbers. We gave you the numbers, your career engineer, your career engineer right here. Okay, hearing an echo, which is strange. I'm not on the break back, but uh, don't get anxious. Get prepared as our model, and we're here to make sure that happens. Again, if you have a question or comment, feel free to buzz us, 516-387-1850. We thank those of you who are listening on the line. We thank you, and those of you who listen later, and, of course, those of you on the Internet. So listen, I shared earlier, we had those numbers. I mean, devastating, losing 140,000 jobs in December, which impacted the 181,000 increase of initial uh, jobless claims uh, last week. So what do we do about this? You know, what do we do? We're looking at the time of the show. uh, We're looking at the chaos happening in D.C. and, And understandable, you know, I have a point of view that at the end of the day, you know, you need to be with your family and be healthy and safe and all of that. But y'all, you need to come up with an economic um, um, an economic plan for your household. 
Everyone needs to do that. Maybe Washington will get together. Maybe, maybe the sun will shine in that, in that space. You know, I, I don't know. There's a whole lot going on. In the meantime, families need to come together and figure out what you guys are going to do. I mean, these are the lean times, right? I mean, this can be lean times for some people. And you know what I find was interesting is that talking to some ancestors, if you have ancestors, if you have people that are 74 years old or over, you might want to talk to them about how they maintained in the lean times because you can get a whole lot of wisdom and know-how from that. I mean, there's stuff you can do in your household that I've learned from somebody that was 80 years old who had several periods of lean time, and they were, they were um, focused enough to share the, some of the simple things they did, <laughs> which kept things going. I mean, it's just unbelievable that uh, I tell you, the 80-somethings, man, they they bring they bring they know about lean lean living. They know never mind green living. They know about lean living. Okay, they really do things that we can do to, to keep to keep things you know because that's that's what's up. But so your income, your finances, your savings, your your gots and your no gots, right? It's up to us to figure out how we're going to manage those. How we ask for help, whether we go to government resources, we tap into friends and family. For serious and genuine help, okay? We're talking about our nonprofit communities. We're talking about ways that using your hands and your backbone and your, and your brain and some ideas to help generate income. And, 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 again, how to ask for help and how to get some help, okay? How to get some help as sometimes going through lean times is pretty tough emotionally, spiritually, physically, and mentally, okay? This, this is real. As well as just dealing with the trauma as a nation, we, we're, we're looking at almost trauma every single day. I mean, if you sat there and watched what happened in the Capitol last week and then what's supposed to happen again in this great country of ours, and then if you're in, you know, you know people in healthcare or you yourself as experienced, you know, I think some doctors and nurses see more declarations of death in their career in this 10, 11-month span than they should have in their lifetime of being a physician or a healthcare professional. You've got 40,000 people died. Not too long. I mean, I forgot what the – I just heard 40,000 people. I mean, come on. And you have some hospitals where every hour, every day, you're declaring a time of death. That's, that's pretty traumatic after a while. I mean, how can you see that and no longer and just be numb from that? Right? I mean, if you have no soul, it's possible. So there's a lot going on. So even with all of that, what are you going to do in your household? I mean, like – you know, and this is where families might need to come together. Communities. I know we we were raised to sort of break out and apart, and and but if times get lean, that's what the ancestors did. They came together. I mean, folks put money in the pot and did what they had to do. So that's a sidebar. That's actually a free one for you. But listen, I shared on um as I'm kicking off, you know, even our new year as a small business here some of the things that we're doing to make sure that we stay real and relevant and sustained, okay? Of course, we cut the fluff. I mean, even in my own household, I went through and did some, some, cutting some split ends, right, some, some money dissolving split ends. One big place of money losing out the door, I'm going to tell you, in our own household, was all these subscriptions we're paying for. I mean, it was unbelievable how um, – I had so many subscriptions. I've been paying $9 a month, $5 a month, $12 a month for stuff I hadn't even clicked on or another family member in my household has the same subscription. Just ridiculous. We had a little digital subscription meeting of the minds, which allowed me to cut some things. I've saved over $200 a month and stuff that I never even 
I mean, maybe I joined it way back when. And then newspapers, I'm big because I love to read. And I actually subscribe to my local news because my local paper, because number one, it's keeping them employed. Number two, I need to know what's happening in my community. And that's important. Um, but several of us had the same digital subscriptions. Doesn't make any sense to do that, right? Makes no sense to do that. In the same household. Come on. So you'd be surprised what kind of stuff you're you're paying for. And if you're not using it, lose it, okay? I mean, just little things like that in terms of economic development in your own household. Just just something to think about. Those subscriptions were, were just money going out the window, just going out the window. I couldn't believe for years sending people a monthly $5, you know, not recognizing there's 12 $5 things going out every month. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah, keep, keep an eye on that. And they're just so easy. You just, oh, I want that. I want this. You're not thinking about it. And you have it on your credit card. You're not thinking about it, but you're paying the credit card every month or the direct debit. One thing I shared um, for a couple of push-ups that we're definitely using that we've used quite a bit and as we built the career engineer is one is really particular is, you know, uh, a push-up that, you know, position yourself to select versus settle. And, and, and of course, one of my favorite ones is define yourself and be defined. That one, if you do that internal defining yourself before you get out here and do stuff, because a lot of times folks get out here and do stuff, and it's not, it's, it's not your best stuff because you didn't spend some internal mechanisms to figure out who you are and what you bring. You've got to do that. You've got to do that. And it's okay to want to go for certain things. And it's okay to not want to go for certain things. You've got to really know who you are and what you bring. And it's an ongoing process. It's a self-awareness process. It's not a quick, fast, and a hurry. It takes time. But who else is going to know you better than you? So you need to get, it, get into it and, and figure, figure those things out. But positioning yourself to, to select versus settle and to know the difference is a whole um, mind shift, thinking shift, living shift, which means every time you touch a piece of paper or every time you're clicking a digital document or every time you put something, you know, in your mouth or every time you're doing something, you're, you're doing it in, for a position of selection to have more choices versus chances. Not to, you know, chance happens sometimes. You know, hey, if I, if I did buy a lottery ticket, there may be a chance of me winning. However, I have more control of the things that I can give choices to. Um, what type of education I'm going to have? What type of work do I want? What type of life do I want? What type of, what type of waistline <laughs> do I want? What type of, um, you know, intelligent conversations do I want? What type of... Um, you, know, you get what I'm saying. What, what type of atmospheres do I want to be in? What, what type of, of uh, positivity do I want around me? What type of quiet time do I need? I mean, you know, there's, as you do things, you, you can increase your choices by having a posture of selection, which also means that you've got to come out the gate with a thought that you've got value, that you have a right to select, okay, that you have a the opportunities are at your hand's length. I mean, you can reach out and snatch it, right? If you come out the gate, well, I don't get it. I don't have a choice. I just got to take what's given to me. I, I don't have any any um, driving force in the process. You're already upside down. You cannot get in this environment and just settle. I mean, there's always, hey, I'm a big ABC kind of girl. Yes, all the coaches say, don't go for B, shoot for A. Okay, go right ahead. Do it. I, I'm all with you. But when it gets lean, you better have a B and a C plan, like have it thought out prior to figuring it out when A didn't work. 
I mean, there's some big, some big time A's happened here in 2020. We have a few families that made billions. I mean, oh my God, if I can kick myself, I was thinking of getting some Zoom stock in November of last year, only because I've used Zoom for years and I really like it. You know, it's different now, but I really liked it. Oh, I, it was like 60 bucks a share. What was I thinking? It closed at 330 a share. It's stuff like that that makes you go, I could have select. I didn't. I didn't select. But I did buy some stocks that have done very well, so I'm, I'm cool with that. So you get what I'm saying? So the point of just coming out the gate, having a posture of being a selection, which is more choices, which is versus settling, which is all about chance. And the only way you're going to get into a selection posture is you got to do the work that selection requires. You've got to do the work that selection requires. There's no other way around it. And selection is, you know, being intentional, being strategic, being smart, thinking things through, being honest, having integrity. There's a whole bunch of things that come with selection, building those networks, uh, making sure, you know, knowing your gifts and talents and courage and confidence to put it out there. That's selection, deciding who your commodity goes to, not just anybody and everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, who, who, you know, where do I want to work? Where are the top 10 places? Where are the top 20 places? Where are the top 50 places? And, and having a strategic plan of, of hitting that, whether you find the people, the places, uh, your networking that's specific to that. You know, Amazon's on my brain, and that's my A game. I'm going to, you know, Find a way to find a way to get up in there, and I'm going to be committed to it. That's selection. That's sele- And in a bad economy, you can still select, guys. It's just all about how you position yourself, okay? Uh, another one really quickly was, you know, you can't sell what you don't know. And, again, that kind of falls right back to selection. How can you put your A game out there if you don't know what your A game is? You just can't do it. There's so much of um, career satisfaction, and I know it's a, it's you know, I, I come at it from a totally different perspective than just the tangible, um, you know, the, the resume and get that done and get the interviewing right. There's so much internal work that needs to be done first if you really want to satisfact a, a career that has a satisfaction, that, that you're satisfied, you know. And, and satisfaction is relevant because I might be satisfied now, but I want to move up and do more things. And that's, I'm not talking about being stagnant. I'm saying you're in the place that you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, doing what you're supposed to be, and okay with what you're doing. I mean, that satisfaction is the opposite of stress, okay? I mean, when you've got that, that's powerful. And, of course, when you move up, you're going to want that same type of satisfaction in your belly. And it's a quest. It's not, I got it today, it's gone. I mean, it's a quest. It's something we work towards. But by having a posture of selection and a posture of choice and knowing, you know, and only selling what you know. You can't sell what you don't know. And defining yourself versus being defined, that's how you get there. And that's the antidote to those numbers that I gave you earlier, even in a lousy economy. That's the antidote to those numbers I gave you, okay? Think about it. Listen, career engineer here, make sure you, you catch us every Thursday. We are here live on this network or subscribe to one of the podcasts that you're listening to. We're everywhere, but visit our website, tcenow.com, where you can find us 24-7, 365. And you can click, call, I would say come by, but you can't do that. No, nope, can't come by, but you can click and call. 
<laughs> and we will get back to you. Okay, so don't go anywhere. Another quick uh, break, and I'll be right back. A push-up moment from the career engineer. Failure happens when you try to become something you are not. There is no one on this planet just like you. Learn to embrace and accept your originality, your body composition, the hue of your complexion, your voice, your essence, and your professional style. My message to you, accept who you are. Thank you for listening. This is Francina Harrison, the Career Engineer. show today and I'm like so excited to be here with you guys every Thursday but again make sure you uh, select that little bell find us here we're going to also do more stuff here with the radio show bring some guests out here for you on on uh, TCE radio to to keep to keep this party started right (laughs) so anyway well look you guys have a safe week and remember um, please remember those three W's that we talked about always um, yes, I wear a mask. Yes, I wash my hands, and I most definitely keep my distance. And I'm looking forward to getting the vaccine, even though I'm probably number 250 million. So by the time I get it, it'll be this time next year, and I'll be fine, you know, because all y'all would have had it. And I'm holding out for the one-shot wonder, okay? I am really holding out for the one-shot wonder. <laughs> it is up to me. I think it's the Johnson & Johnson vaccine one-shot. That's it. One-shot wonder. Um, so listen, again, make sure you visit us at tcenow.com. On that space, you can find us everywhere. If you like the show, give us, send us a little blurb about it. You can make a comment right here or reach out to me all the time, info at tcenow.com. That's info at tcenow.com. You guys be blessed, and I'll catch you next time. <laughs> 